Rue. Yes, yes, yeah, hi. Hi, welcome to my office today. Yeah, I'm very glad to be here. It's a little, I, you you made it a little bit cold in here. I, I, the AC is a little too strong, I, I think. But. I, I'm, uh, I'm going to be honest with you, the business is not doing well, uh. Uh, weirdly enough. Mm. Uh, I, I made it, I made a strict rule that I'm not going to talk to anyone about COVID. It's all anyone really wants to talk about. That's <laughs> not a lot of business left. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I mean, that's fair. I mean, that's not very, that's not a very reasonable thing for a therapist, but I guess that's reasonable. Well, I think that it's healthy for therapists to have emotional boundaries as well. Yeah. And that, and that, th- and that clients should ask, you know, before bringing up things if it's going to be too much for the therapist to talk about. Uh, I think it's just respectful. You know, you're totally right. You're 100% right. Um, Let me... Do you think that you are in a space, a mental space, a sort of emotional kind of universe wherein you might be possibly able to uh, discuss... Uh, Iceland and animals. I mean, I like animals. Let's, you know what? Let's, I, I don't know how I feel about countries that aren't America. You know, mm. let's just go off it. And if it gets a bit too much, I'll just cut you off. Okay. Well, okay. So what, the reason that I ask if you're okay with all of that uh, is uh, I, I saw a movie called Lamb. A little film out of Iceland called Lamb. Oh yeah, no, I, I, you know what? I also got a chance to watch that recently, and you know, much like I said, I did like the parts of the lamb. <laughs> I wasn't crazy about the parts of the Iceland. Hmm. See, that's where you and I differ, because I loved the parts with the Iceland. But uh, you didn't like the lamb. I hated the lamb. No, the lamb was, <laughs> the lamb was okay. I mean. All right, so let's 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 chop it up a little bit about about this about this movie here about this little lamb here. Uh, okay. First off, really loving this sort of uh, you know pig, uh, old lamb, just antlers, antlers, just get it in there, just punch punch the audience in the face just with the name noun. <laughs> Here's a noun. Here's a plural noun. Whatever you want. Here's an adjective. My, That's the movie. Come my see. My movie. It. <laughs> yeah. Come see it. Here's here's a uh, yeah. Here's just a dictionary item. My movie is like the Beyonce of movies. Yeah. So come see it. <laughs> uh, oh, did you see Lamb? Oh, the Lamb? <laughs> no, 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 no. Lamb. No, the. We're really just dropping the thes this generation. Yeah. Fuck a the. Who needs a the? Who needs a the? <laughs> it's not the lamb. It's a lamb. <laughs> yeah. But is it really the lamb? No, it's it's lamb. It's lamb. Is it- Idyllic. I mean, is it a you... lamb at all? That's the real question. Ooh. I, gu- I guess that is sort of the, the ultimate argument in the film is, you know, what makes a child a child and a man a man and a lamb a- lamb child <laughs> a, la- a lamb but also a child 
I'm a big fan of kind of slower cinema in a general sense. I also just fucking found out that Bellatar produ- helped produce this movie, which Bellatar is a Hungarian legendary filmmaker who's known for doing really kind of, you know, you you would call it slow filmmaking. There's Satan, Satan Tango, which is his uh, 1994 six hour film. Oh, that I am not all the way through yet, personally. Uh, but he's a fucking legend. And I kind of want to, I think it would be easiest to start off with like the things that I liked about Lamb, which is to say, first and foremost, I really liked how it was, you know, kind of, kind of like following in the footsteps of slow cinema in a general sort of sense. Uh, there's all of these kind of slow shots that don't really explain very much about themselves. There's lots of, uh, you know, you see lots of the Icelandic countryside. That stuff is really nice, really pretty. Um, and you see freaky little shots of lambs looking like little freaks and demons. That, that This movie is really good at making lambs look like just fucked up little aliens. Yeah. Oh, they kind of are. They're horrible. Have you ever interacted with a sheep or a lamb before? Oh yeah, they're t- they're t- terrible. They're terrible. No, they're no so manners. stupid. No manners. <laughs> they don't listen, but they're very cute. In this movie, in this movie, we have a good, kind of a Stuart Little situation here. Kind of a, you know, kind of a hybrid. Kind of a a furry, a furry sort of. Th- you think it's kind of like a furry sort of? Th- it's like a furry, like a fuzzy. I, sort I don't of think furry. so because it doesn't have a tail. Nah, that's, that's the Bojack true. Horseman rule. If there's no tail, it's not furry. <laughs> and we are not calling Bojack Horseman furry. Yeah, no. Now, Tuca and Birdie, D- that's a disavow. different story. <laughs> well, don't they, do they have tails in Tuca and Birdie? I hope they do. If they don't, I'm, I don't... I actually don't know if they do. I'm personally writing Lisa They also Hannibal. have plant people. Yeah. So. <laughs> See, like, that's, that counts for something. Yeah, that's that kind of that puts it enough into the territory that I think it would count. Yeah, that's freaky shit. That's freak shit. That's good. Uh, We're getting off topic. I I would argue that the lamb is not uh, a true anthro because it's a hybrid. It's got one hoof and one human hand. Very true. I think I think two regular human feet, which in my mind makes it three fourths human locomotion style. Um, <laughs> but then it's got like a complete lamb head, but a, a seemingly human brain. Yes, seemingly. We don't really get very much indication. And we will be getting into spoilers here. So, you know, I I think that if the lamb, much as another character we see later, is able to use a gun, (laughs) (laughs) I would consider that human. That kind of implies, yeah, some, some human capacity. Yeah, so let's... Let's kind of... Let's see. Like, what do you... What do you think it all meant? Let's 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 ending explain this shit. What do you think it what do you think the meaning? What do you think they're trying to say here? Um I could give a really uncharitable read which I'm sure somebody somewhere is getting paid 100 bucks total to write. Uh-huh. Um about like oh, you know, nationalism, you know, it's naturalistic. The brothers ended up proving right that um that thing ain't an animal it's a child and that ultimately you can't tame nature uh whatever right but i think it has probably a lot more to do with um 
their sin is less because they are shown living in and moving in harmony with nature and that ultimately what their sin ends up being is the refusal to do so mm. and thus the refusal to truly accept the lamb slash ada because ultimately they are using her as a replacement daughter for their lost daughter and not accepting her as what she is, which is a mixture of man and nature. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I kind of, I follow you there. I I think that's more or less, I mean, like there's a lot of kind of foreboding stuff. Like the horror element of the movie is ultimately this like mysterious figure that's like hinted at throughout the film. Yeah. That it's hinted that it's like, Maybe not like a demon, but certainly like a, a big version, like a big human sheep hybrid thingy. Yeah, some sort of some sort of being. Yeah, absolutely. And I don't know. There's a lot being said in this movie about like what belongs where. Uh, does the lamb belong with humans or in nature with its like demon dad? Uh, who I guess maybe came around to the farm and 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 fucked a a non demon. Yeah, sheep. which like I I'm sorry, that's still bestiality. That's still not <laughs> cool. Like like you you clearly have like at least a like at least beyond a sheep's sense of like autonomy and like identity and like like maybe you don't have air quote human level intelligence i think the guy does but <laughs> clearly enough so that like i don't think it's cool that you fucked a sheep yeah. <laughs> i don't think it's okay i don't think being like weirdly genetically compatible makes that like not bestiality still this is good. I'm really I'm proud of us for holding accountable the goat monster because yeah, I I I'm I listen, I'm holding his feet to the fire. Yeah, <laughs> his hooves actually. His hooves. <laughs> his one hoof and his one foot to the fire. <laughs> and his massive hog that they show us. Oh. Yeah, he was kind of he looked kind of bad, not going to lie. I mean, I, if I were a sheep, listen. I so there's all of that. There's all of that stuff about like where does the lamb belong? Does it belong in nature? Does it belong with humans? Blah 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 blah. How does you know, how are they using this as like a replacement for something that's missing? Um and then we have the B plot of Yeah, so I Ingvar is like the husband and uh Maria is the wife, and the wife seems to have a thing for the husband's brother. Uh which, like, I'm not gonna lie, I don't know what, like, I'm I'm having trouble, like, kind of seeing where the thoughts are related. You know what I mean? No, I, I agree. It's, it's, that's the kind of thing where it's like, where a lot of the film kind of doesn't click into place for me, is a lot of the... I think I sh I honestly think the film would have been better if it didn't have that entire subplot. Yeah, like if it was like it, even if it still just progressed naturally towards its end, I think that I think that is a very weak subplot. I think it introduces a tension that ultimately is diffused with nothing really happening. Yes, big and time. I don't get why sh straight people's like go to like ultimate emotional betrayal is always. A dude trying to fuck his brother's wife. 
Yeah. I mean, I kind of feel like I know why straight people are like this. Just because it's like. It doesn't come off like she's actually into him. So it's just that he's trying to fuck her. (laughs) Literally. Or like, you know, maybe they have some sort of history. But I mean, like, that just kind of makes the sort of uh, I don't I don't want to say misogynist, but I mean, like, it just pulls from like such a very specific kind of wellspring of folklore that deals with infidelity and you know the the brother's wife and like ah all of this stuff that's like infidelity is the problem of the woman even if uh you know (laughs) even if she literally masterminds uh yeah like a a a way to not a fucking home alone trap to to get to prevent infidelity yeah it's it's just yeah it's like a weak subplot that doesn't really go anywhere and I guess there's like it, it's the payoff of the whole thing of the fact that she killed Ada's real mom, but again, I don't think you really needed that to be there <laughs> for that to be the payoff of it. Yeah, yeah, I and it still has this weird thing of like, oh, your crime for do your punishment for doing this is that your husband's brother is going to try to fuck you. <laughs> I don't know. It, it like it. It's a really strong like thirty minute short film. You know what I mean? That yeah. is just that kind of bogged down by all of this extra context that you know doesn't attach itself very well. It do, like the tissue doesn't you know it doesn't all come together. Uh, and that's yeah. What- no, the, the the sinews are 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 there, but not necessarily. Uh, sinewed <laughs> together <laughs> yeah i mean and it's it's especially frustrating because it's such a beautiful movie and it's so uh you know it's it's paced it's paced wonderfully i think in spite of those problems with like the plot and all that stuff like i i think that the way that it i think that the way that it plods along is really really uh really really good but I just it, it's it's just a frustrating it's just a frustrating problem to have where it's kind of you know kind of on both sides of the line as far as like where it wants to have its focus and I almost felt like so I saw so many people talking about it uh and and talking about how like the lamb I don't know I I think that like there's I I, I wouldn't besmirch someone for thinking that this is a stupid argument or whatever but I also do kind of agree with it in the sense that like the lamb should probably be in the movie more. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I get, I get why people, a friend, one of the friends I saw it with was joking that like, it felt like the movie was almost like aware of what the ad campaign for this would look like. Uh-huh. And so it's like, Oh, you came here to see a cute little lamb kid. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. You're watching weird infidelity and, um, some, some, some beautiful mountain ranges. The, the lamb kid's not the point, except that <laughs> I guess it kind of is what the story hinges on. Yeah, because uh, like if the lamb kid's not the point, then I don't, I don't give a shit about these people, like these three people's problems. <laughs> like <laughs> I don't fucking, I don't fucking care. I'm sorry. I'm of two minds about it because it's like, oh, the the lamb could have been more of a character, but it clearly wasn't supposed to be a character. It was clearly supposed to be like, a, just kind of like a, a, a thing, like a part of the metaphor and like all of this other stuff. Uh, I, yeah, I don't know. There's a, there's a lot of ways, there's a lot of ways certainly that this could have gone. And I think I liked this 
in a general sense, a lot better than other people did. Because I yeah. I think a lot of people, a lot of people didn't so much see the value kind of outside of maybe whatever the expectations are at this point. Because one other thing that we do kind of have to talk about here is that this is an A24 ass I- A24, uh, you know, sort of uh, acquirement, I guess. I, I was about to say it is okay. We got to get into the A twenty four discourse. <laughs> this is where there'd be like a title card or something. Um, I get it. I know A twenty four is in a production company. I know they just give people money. I'm not stupid. You're not stupid. No one here is stupid. Right. I do feel like people are getting are are starting to reach the same sort of saturation effect that people got towards the mcu because of the way a24 markets its films is as if (laughs) they Mm. do a lot more (laughs) as if they are and like because ultimately they are cultivating and curating like a vibe yeah absolutely like they put out plenty films that like don't really get the same marketing push that are usually not as as much of their their thing but have the same sort of uh vibe let's say yo are they Um, doing a fucking irma vep like show for hbo because i'll lose my fucking mind yeah no they do weird shit like that all the time they've um oh my god before they kind of blew up as that they had a bunch of stuff that was like really like not something like i mean killing of a sacred deer is an a24 film yeah uh at the same time oasis supersonic a History of the Britpop Bam Oasis is also an A24 <laughs> film. Um, yeah. I mean, it kind they, of, there's this, there's certainly a spectrum, right? There's, yeah, they have a lot, a lot of type of films and even films that came out fairly recently that just didn't get the same sort of attention and the same sort of like, this is another A24 film. Like, yeah, waves. There was the Green or Knight, the, which we never, the Green Knight, which yeah. we never talked about, did we? It's pretty. There you go. <laughs> it's pretty and not they much did, else. Dude, I didn't even know this. They were part of False Positive, the fucking uh, really shitty movie that uh, Abby Gla- Alana Glazer was in. Oh God, yeah, that's. Uh, not... I didn't. I didn't know that was an A twenty four joint. That don't. That don't look too great. Did not look. Great. Yeah, they, they have a plenty. They have plenty of things that just aren't given that same sort of attention. But I do also get it where it's like because the kind of movies that get very heavily branded with the an A24 joint mm-hmm. get that sort of like have a specific vibe and that vibe is like becoming the new standard norm for a lot of specific type of let's call them middle brow films. <laughs> yeah, for and sure. I get why people are getting annoyed by it. I will also say at the same time, uh, A24 haters, just as annoying. Oh, I mean, everyone's <laughs> annoying. Everyone yeah, except for us is annoying. Everybody's opinions except for ours are annoying and based entirely on reacting to people who they don't like on the internet. <laughs> and only we will watch a film and judge it simply for what it is. Yeah. Boring. <laughs> We are the only ones who see with eyes unclouded outside of the Twitter high school bullshit. Uh, and we're here to tell you, yeah, sometimes A24 misses. 
No, yeah. I, I twenty four. It's just a production company. Like there's. <laughs> Yeah, all you're really gonna get from it is like that they curate a specific vibe and or like curate specific styles of films and you can yeah. probably I mean in that way it's sort of like, you know, like movie also curates specific types of films. And I like <laughs> movie. If something goes on movie, I'm like, hell, I'll check it out. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and I mean like there's the sort of uh there's sort of the the alternate thing of just like I don't know, maybe it's the zeitgeist, you know what I mean? Because like people A twenty four, like you said, they're just a distributor. Um, but, like, you can imagine the A24, like, execs sitting there watching the shot of the lamb getting, like, the flower crown put on its head and just, like, slapping their slapping their stomachs and just, oh, this is great. This is perfect for they're, us. They're at the Cannes Film Festival and that shot comes on the screen and, and they just stand up and just throw money at it. Just start fully, throwing fucking money at it. Fully like soy facing club. in the middle of the yeah. can audience. <laughs> yeah, just absolutely. Do you, do you think that in cans there's like like a group chat where people are making like soy face at like soy jack edits about like A24 guys like oh I fucking I can't stand when the A24 guys come to a screening. <laughs> Honestly, the like group chat drama and like gossip at at con is probably off the fucking chain it's probably unbelievable leak it someone leak it can someone please leak the independent cinema drama please can i i i need to hear indie drama uh group dm gossip we need the goss who has joaquin phoenix pissed off this year who you know who's who's ari aster dating i want to know everything yeah what weird thing is ari aster into (laughs) i bet i can guess (laughs) (laughs) Stop! Uh, <laughs> real side note before we get too uh, close to the end. Um, so I didn't know that this film was written by Sion. One of those one guy's names, you know, uh, Icelandic yeah. poet, novelist, frequently collaborated to the singer Bjork. Um, I really wish he had listed himself under his other name he's used for his work. Uh, Johnny Triumph. Johnny Triumph. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> when was he named that? Uh, when he was part of the Sugar Cubes. Oh, yeah. Okay, that makes sense. That that would it would make sense as to why he's a friend of Bjork as well. That's, I yeah. Bring that back. Bring back Johnny Triumph. Yeah. Why not? That's so. That's so nineties. That's beautiful. Yeah. No, I was. I I saw that and I, in his detail, and I was like, oh yeah. No, we need to. We need. He should have been under Johnny Triumph. None of this. None of this one name stuff. Yeah. I do believe it's probably illegal to be an Icelandic citizen and not be friends with Bjork. <laughs> I think you're gonna say and not have one and not just go by one name. Well, that too. They just like hunt you down and shoot you if you aren't like mono. You know. <laughs> uh, I guess they still have farming there. Wish, wish that were me. Wish that were America. I guess. Yeah. I mean, we do. Yeah, not Factory for long. Factory style, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I. I really hope that this the the trailer for this really just is the nail in the coffin on the 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 fucking music editing trend for trailers. Mm, yeah. Cuz it's it goes it it is it is a fucking joke. <laughs> it's the it's the Beach Boys one. Yeah, okay, that sucks. That's a bad yeah. trailer. Yeah, that's that's I really got to 
we we now more than ever we need to bring back scary movie style parodies but specifically for just a24 film <laughs> yeah absolutely well I, they need to be whipped into shape on how they fucking advertise this shit because i mean like so much of the disappointment around this movie could have been curbed if they had more modest intentions for it because like not everybody wants to wa- really watch a like a folklore slow cinema ballad or whatever that's you know yeah i i think a good trailer would have been one that emphasizes the the sort of first half of it were the film mm-hmm. and then near the end you know like when you have the part with peter when he sees ada and he's just like what the hell is that yeah and then that's that's the trailer is so, so then you know okay there's something that where like there's going to be this peaceful thing and there's something fucked up in their house and they have a lamb and, and yeah. it somehow involves lambs because <laughs> the movie's named lamb because the movie's called lamb lamb yeah i mean it's a hard it's a hard job they had to sell this movie without overselling it and they kind of and also not telling people that it's not in english <laughs> yeah <laughs> and also not telling people that it's not really a horror movie yeah or whatever, or whatever, I don't know, whatever new they, version of horror exists now that Midsummer has been made. They straight up have a shot in the trailer, if I remember correctly, that looks like it's a POV shot of the entity, and it's just not. <laughs> because it's a scene with Maria, but Maria never encounters the entity. So it's just a regular, like, camera dolly shot. Right. But they, like, put the entity noises over it so it looks like it's looming over her. Well, you know, you gotta do all sorts of fun stuff in trailers. All sorts of goofy, goofy fakery. Just like in the, just like in the movies in general. You gotta, it's, all, it's, it's all just pulling wool over your eyes. Yeah. Oh! You see uh, what I did I see there? What you did. I see what you did there. Like a lamb's wool... Ah, cha, 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 cha. Ah, cha, ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, speaking of uh, pulling the wool over eyes, I think it's time for me to pull the wool over my eyes. Ooh, as in, I, I don't. Do you mean like sleep, sleep? Uh, probably, yeah. <laughs> I mean, unless you have anything else to say about this, unless no. you have some, uh, unless you're done, unless you have more to say, I'm ready to start counting sheep. Oh, uh, well, you're gonna not. You're not gonna be counting long. There's only one. Well, half of one, yeah. really. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I I think I I think I'm I think I'm set here. I think I I think I've kind of out. gotten it all out. I've I've talked about I've talked about Lamb uh, to the best of my ability. So I'll I'll have to uh, you know I'll have to think twice when I go to the farmers market and they've got you know lamb chops. You know, uh, explain, huh? <laughs> explain. I don't understand. No, I I will not. Okay. In fact, I will simply leave. Oh. She disappeared. Well. Uh. I don't know. Maybe I should get into veterinary work. <laughs>